In the north, playing pickleball indoors is a necessity in the winter. But can you imagine an indoor tournament with 46 courts and a championship stadium which can seat 1,000 people? Well, that's just what the Atlantic City Open will be when it's held in September. So to hear more about the tournament from Kyle Yates, Jim Ludwig, and Randy Sussman, let's get to the intro. Welcome to the Pickleball Fire Podcast, where it's all about pickleball. I would like to welcome to the Pickleball Fire Podcast a few different people. I've got uh, Kyle Yates, Randy Sussman, and Jim Ludwig. Welcome, guys. Thank you for having us. All right. Now, I know we're like all in completely different locations, but the reason we've all gathered here today is to talk about a big event, the Atlantic City Pickleball Open. Now, who wants to start with kind of the genesis of the idea for that? Jim. Jim, we're going to let you do it. All right. Well, it, it started about uh, two years ago, and I got a phone call from my buddy Randy. He was had met up with some people from AC, Meet AC, which is a group that we're working with. And they were playing pickleball, and they said, geez, we'd like to bring a vent here to AC. And uh, they tried everywhere else, and then they finally ended up with me. And um, asked if I would like to try it, and I said, well, sure, let's give it a shot. And three days later, uh, Randy and I flew up to Atlantic City, and met with the uh, people at the the convention center, and we created this world-class event. Well, Randy, tell me a little bit more about the event, because we just talked about the genesis, but explain exactly what it is. So what happened is my parents have been living in the community of Bentner, New Jersey, which is one town, South Atlantic City. And when I went up there to go visit them, all of a sudden, pickleball was really gaining some traction there. People were loving the sport. I went up there. I just saw a bunch of people just banging the ball around, having no idea what dinking was or third shot drops. But I saw the passion and the love of the sport everyone had. And I started playing there. And all of a sudden, this barely a four-row player was like a very big fish in a very small pond. And I actually had a couple of folks ask for a lesson. And I gave them a lesson. And one of the folks happened to be Pat McCormick, who's the national account manager for the Atlantic City Convention Center. And he asked if I ever thought of bringing a tournament to the Jersey Shore. And I said, you know what? I would love to do it. And he explained his role with with the convention center. And all of a sudden, the towns, the neighboring towns like Margate and Longport and Ocean City all started getting pickleball courts and all of a sudden three courts to six courts to 12 courts in these towns. The game was really picking up steam and I went to Jim and I went to Kyle both and I said, guys, the sport is so popular here on the Jersey Shore, you've got to come up. And I know at the beginning they were both just a little bit skeptical, but I got them to come up to Atlantic City, Kyle between his camps and his clinics, and Jim, just because of who Jim is in the world of pickleball tournaments and pickleball in general. I always say that if there's going to be a Mount Rushmore pickleball, 
Those other two on the phone right now are probably the first two faces to go up there. And they saw the same excitement and passion. And as Kyle calls it, potential in that area. And here we are with the world's largest pickleball indoor tournament ever to take place. Now, how many courts and how many players are you expecting? We're going to have 46 courts indoors. We'll have a uh, one separate room for be a stadium court set, set up that will seat a thousand people is what we're planning right now, but there's room to expand. We will also have two practice courts in that same room for the pros to practice on before they get out onto the stadium court. We're hoping between one, I mean, 1,500 and 2,000 players that we think we can gather from that area in the Northeast. It's easy to get to destination. I believe that we can attract people from Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont, New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, naturally, uh, Washington. So everything's within close proximity. But with Kyle's connection, we will also bring in many pros from all over the country and some from outside of the country as well. Now, Kyle, I see that you are hosting the tournament as a professional player. That must be a lot of work if you're hosting and you're playing. So what exactly is involved in being the host? Well, just to shed a little light on how I became the host to begin with, and then I'll get into that. My connections up there in Atlantic City, obviously, were originally through Randy, and his because he's my business partner through PB1965, and his parents were up there. And when he told me there was a lot of pickleball up in that area, I, like he said, I was a little skeptical because I'd never really been up in that area. I hadn't really taught up there. I hadn't really seen a lot of big tournaments up there. And so I, I went up there to check it out, and I was blown away by how many players there were over just on the public courts. We go swing by the public courts in Metner, and the courts are packed. And we drive 15 minutes south to Margate, and the courts are packed. And we drive 15 minutes south to Ocean City, and the courts are packed. And and I told Randy, I said, you know, we got to do something up here. And, and so we ended up organizing some camps, and I went and taught. And the last couple of years, I've, I think I've done about 10 camps up there now and met a lot of really cool people and, and created a lot of friendships and seem to have a decent following up there now. And, and so I, I thought, or when Randy and Jim mentioned to me that they were having this idea of hosting a big tournament up there. I, I knew I wanted to be a part. I wasn't sure how, because I had never ran a tournament before, but I, I knew if I followed Jim's lead and, and with the, the connections and the business attributes that Randy has, I knew we'd make a good team. So hosting is a lot of more just me making sure that I'm covering what the players are going to want right? Because obviously I've been playing pickleball tournaments for a long time. I know the things that players appreciate about tournaments and I know things that bug players. And so I, I feel like my insight to, you know, on that end is, has been extremely helpful and, and will be moving forward, making sure the tournament runs smoothly on, on the players end, making sure the players are taken care of. And, and it's a great experience for everybody. Yes, I will compete, be competing also. I'll be playing hopefully doubles, mixed doubles and singles all in the pro division. So um, I'm hoping to clean up some of that prize money we're dishing out, but <laughs> at, at the end of the day, my, my focus is making sure that the term is just going to run smooth and that all the participants are are happy and, and then they come back again next year. That's right. We haven't mentioned the prize money. Now, how is that structured in terms of the payout? Well, we've got over $50,000 right now dishing out to the pros and the senior pros across all those divisions. Yeah, so that will definitely make it attractive for the pros to come on out. And, you know, I'm in Connecticut, so actually it's probably only about four hours. So, you know, just even attending as a spectator, it sounds like that 
championship court is going to be really amazing. You know, seating a thousand people is pretty good size for a pickleball venue. Sure. And the convention center is beautiful. It's quite impressive. I'm, I'm used to playing pickleball tournaments at these local parks, but getting inside this massive building and, and getting inside of the courts and the stadium courts can be impressive. We've got a big video board that Jim's been working on, and we're adding a lot of cool new things that, that I don't think people have ever seen at a pickleball tournament yet. Oh, besides the video board, tell me what else you got going on there. Well, as far as just having the largest indoor tournament, I don't think people are used to having a big indoor venue like this. I know a lot of indoor venues come with issues that we're looking to take care of, but um, having a massive indoor stadium court, it'll feel like the U.S. Open Center Court that everyone raves about. But just having that indoor vibe where, you know, you've got no glare, you've got no wind, definitely not going to have to worry about any weather. It's going to be a lo- little bit louder in there. Uh, so I think that the energy in there is going to be really fun for anyone who's attending. Now, given the size of everything as you speak, and maybe this is a question for Jim, because Jim, are you the you know director of the tournament? Because the, there must be an incredible amount of planning and setup to pull something like this off. Um, that's a good question. I guess you could call them. But in reality, the way I've always run tournaments is the people are the directors. And I just follow the elite and listen to what they want. And Kyle is one of our uh, good leaders that brings information back and then try to give it to the players and the fans, which is very important. We love to impress the fans as much as we do the players. I've been working with the U.S. Open down here in Naples for seven years now, and we have always structured our events around a party and pickleball will show up is the way we look at it. We're very fortunate to have CBS Sports uh, Network as part of the venue. I don't know if we mentioned, but we have a three-year agreement with Atlantic City. And right now we have a two-year agreement with CBS Sports to put the event on uh, uh, CBS Sports Network, but also working with the Tennis Channel Plus as well. I think it's the first time that this is happening on the Tennis Channel Plus as well. Now, do you know at this point how many courts are going to be streamed? We don't. We're still working on that. We're just in the process, hopefully in the next day or so, to have brought on a marketing firm. We've been working with uh, two great firms, and uh, we're just waiting for one more piece of paper to confirm, and we should have an answer, like I say, within the next day or two. Then from there, the real work starts is getting sponsorships and determining how many live stream courts we can have and getting CBS Sports to work together with the marketing firm. But there's a lot of work coming ahead of us, but we're ready for it. That sounds like a tremendous amount to do before September. I, I believe the dates are the September 19th through the 24th? That's correct. Now, I have to admit, I have been to Atlantic City a number of times, and what always pulled me there is, is typically gambling of all things, of course. But, you know, what else? I mean, I know there's a ton really to do in Atlantic City. What are some of those other things that people can enjoy when they're not playing pickleball? You want to take that one, Randy? I can jump in. Sure. Well, they have world-class restaurants, both in and out of the casinos, Lynn. For example, there's uh, a couple of Italian restaurants, one in particular that I put against any privately owned Italian restaurant in the country. You have amazing beaches. And in September, we know we'll still have uh, a prolonged summer where some of the most amazing sandy beaches. You have the boardwalk. We have an amazing, fairly new 
out, a shopping outlet center that actually almost comes right up to the convention center. We have the, the train, actually, the Amtrak train comes right into the convention center. So you being from Connecticut or folks from New York or Boston or Maryland or anywhere, Virginia, can take the train right into the convention center without having to go outside. So between restaurants, between gambling, between beaches, between pickleball, between outdoor shopping, between amazing shows that take place at the casino, there's something for everyone. It's it's a family event. And a couple of other parts that were that were left out of a little bit of the discussion, and Kyle can elaborate on a little more, is that we're not just paying out the top three or top four spots for these different divisions. I believe Kyle came up with a plan that's going to pay the top eight in each division. And if I'm wrong, Kyle, please correct me. And also, we're discussing also with these TV networks, not only just carrying the top pro events, but also, and Jim, again, correct me if I'm wrong, but we're actually going to be streaming or on TV, having two five and three zero and three five players matches on TV as well. Am I right, guys? On both? Yes. Both yes. And it really is. Atlantic City has become a destination. Like I said, restaurants, beaches, shopping, shows. There's something for everyone there. Now, I haven't been there for quite a few years. Any hotel recommendations? Well, Jim and Kyle have been there a lot, and they've stayed in quite a few of the hotels. So go ahead, guys. I, I enjoyed Caesars. Yeah, you know what? I've had a good experience at every hotel I've stayed in up there, and I've been up to quite a few of them. We have a group called Site Search, and they are working with them through our website and also our pickleballtournaments.com, which is our registration platform for the event. And there's a number of hotels that we're partnering with up in the Atlantic City area and at different price points as well so that we can meet everybody's pocketbook needs. Now, we've talked about a lot of different things, but we should probably circle back a little bit to, you know, the format of play, what ball you're using, you know, for the people who you know, not only want to go out and have a good time, but also, you know, really are serious tournament players. You know, what's that all like? Well, yeah, to me, the ball is extremely important, obviously. And the court surface right now that we're planning on having is is a concrete. A lot of indoor players up in that area are probably familiar. I know there's a big tournament in Pittsburgh that has the same surface. But to me, I, I just wanted to make sure that play was as consistent as possible and as familiar uh, as to what most players are used to playing. For example, if you're used to playing on outdoor surface and a hard court surface, then obviously you're used to the ball playing uh, a little bit slower. And then on some of the indoor surfaces that are a little smoother, like wood floor, or the concrete, the ball plays a little faster. So we went and tested, gosh, a whole bunch of different myself and a couple other pro players just to see what ball plays most consistently and to what everyone's used to. And we found that the indoor Franklin, I think people are already familiar with playing with the Franklin ball. And we found that the, the Franklin indoor played very well on, on the, the concrete surface that we were expecting to be using. And so, we're, and then, and actually we had some issues with the coloring and making sure the ball was the right color for that venue. And Franklin was actually, he was able to work with us and come out with 
uh, newer ball, more of an orange color. You might have seen the, the lava and the coral uh, colors. And so we'll be using that the, the orange indoor Franklin. And uh, I think people are going to be happy with it. Well, awesome. Uh, Randy, Jim, anything else that we should know about the Atlantic City Pickleball Open? I'll throw in something, as Jim mentioned earlier, to sign up for the tournament, pickleballtournaments.com. In New Jersey, obviously, Atlantic City Pickleball Open. Our website is atlanticcitypickleballopen.com. Jim and Kyle. Oh, yes. Also, the, the nets we're using, we're working with Pickleball Central, and we'll be using the Swift net, which, in my opinion, is the best portable net system out there right now. And then, Jim, do you want to finish up with anything? Just uh, we appreciate you taking the time to have us on board and um, be part of this event. And hopefully as we go down the road, we get together again and give you some updates on where we stand with the event and uh, sponsorship packages that will be available hopefully within the next few weeks. So that's about it. But thank you for taking the time to have us on board. All right. Lynn, well, and just, Lynn, just one other part, too. That um, and, uh, Sorry, I tend to talk a lot, and Jim and Kyle both know that. But we have a great group of volunteers that are already signed up to help with this event. Um, Kyle has been instrumental in working with the volunteer coordinators. We're going to have roughly 150 to 200 of them. And if folks are interested in volunteering, they can also go on the website in Pickleball Tournaments and look at that. And with Kyle, as he shared, um, hosting a tournament and now being an owner of this tournament as well, everyone is going to be treated first class, whether you're a 3-0 player or a pro player. I think there's going to be something there like we shared for everyone, and everyone is going to be treated like a pro when they show up there. Well, that is awesome. I think I may come out for a few days because it's really not that far for me and maybe do a little bit of uh, media coverage with the pros. So I will definitely look forward to that. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you being on. Thank you for listening to the Pickleball Fire podcast. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to give it a five-star review on Apple iTunes. 